In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is in our midst. This morning, when I woke up, it's a good thing that I had my phone, my iPhone, near me, because that's where my alarm is, and I didn't have what I used to have, which is one plugged in the wall, because the power was out of our house this morning. I don't know when it went off. It was still not on when I left, and with no indication of when the Lord is going to get a service reestablished. But it's always dark in the morning, but it's especially dark this morning. And so, uh, as you can imagine, those of you who've experienced this, I'm sure all of us at one time or the other have been in a place where it's very dark, you kind of stumble around and feel your way around and go by memory or... You do what you can with the situation that is presented with you. But I think we can all agree it's better to be in the light than it is in the dark. And, and so it reminded me of the gospel that we heard yesterday, earlier in John, which was about, of course, the raising of Lazarus, the Saturday of Lazarus. And these two... Days are connected, obviously, not just because we read them and we, and we understand them consecutively in the gospel, but because theologically they are connected. And the message that our Lord wants us to know and the message that he was attempting and ultimately it made sense, but that he was sharing with those that were closest with him for so many days and weeks and months and years before this event was exactly what he said about light and darkness. While it is day, you can see. When it is night, you stumble around. That's both literally and spiritually. Being in the dark is something that all of us have experienced at one time or the other in our life, both literally and spiritually. Being in the dark spiritually is a metaphor for sin, because we all sin. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We all stumble and we all fall. And those who have come to receive the mystery of penance in these weeks and months leading up to this time here in our parish, know that I say this because this is something that all, each and every one of us, each and every one of us experience. We stumble and we fall. And it's sometimes that darkness surrounds us to the point that we may not, we may wonder if the light will ever come again, if we will ever see or experience or feel or live spiritually in the light. This is because of many things. Because of missing the mark, because of sin, maybe because of external factors. It could be physical, it could be emotional. It could very well be spiritual. But we've all experienced this in our lives. But our Lord said these things because he wanted those around him, and especially at this time, 
those who are closest to him, his friend Lazarus, we say in the prayers of the church. It's the very same prayer we read in the Tensayon, in the funeral service, the prayer that we pray for our loved ones when they have passed from this life with the hope of eternal life, that the same Lord whose friend Lazarus lay in the tomb four days. It is at the core, it is at the foundation of our faith. And it is because of our Lord showing his power, showing his love, expressing the truth of that which he said in response to Mary and Martha when they were grieving for the loss of their brother. They were grieving for this physical death, but by extension, they and all of us grieve, whether we know it or not, for this spiritual condition, this spiritual darkness, this spiritual death through sin. It has become so deep and pervasive in so many, and we see it around us in our society, that many don't even recognize that they are walking in darkness, that they are living in darkness, <coughs> that they are seeking darkness. They don't even recognize it. But our Lord said these words to Mary, to Martha rather, when Martha was expressing her grief, I am the resurrection and I am the life. And he says in other places in scripture, I am the light of the world. And we speak, we just chrismated and baptized over 20 wonderful people and families who are now members of our parish and members of the body of Christ in the Orthodox faith yesterday and last week. And you that were here and you who have come to the pre-sanctified hear these words all the time. Those who are seeking illumination, those who are to be illumined. Light is so very essential to us physically, but it is eternally essential to us spiritually. The light of Christ. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. He shall live. If you believe in me, you shall live. Go to the light. Seek the light. This is what our Lord was bringing with him when he came in in humility, as we heard in the gospel. And we read, if you didn't hear it, you can read it. The gospel, he came in on an animal that was known to be an animal you ride in in peace. Not a horse, which was in time of victory and war, but on a donkey, a colt, which was an example of him in humility and in love and in care and concern for his creation coming in as king. Now, the people that were there, hundreds, maybe thousands of people, were committed because they had heard about the wondrous things he had done the day before and the time before 
And they also knew the prophecies that we quoted from in the gospel, from Zechariah, hundreds of years before Christ, that he would do this, that the Messiah was coming, that the Savior was coming, that the King of glory was coming. But yet they still didn't understand. Nevertheless, they were committed. They were committed to be there. They were committed in their actions. They were committed in their words, in their song. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then as we'll hear in the days to come, some or many of them fell away. Some or many of them were the same ones who were saying, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. They saw the light, but they went back to the darkness. But there were some who remained committed to him as king. Even if they didn't quite understand that message, they were committed to him all the way to his death and to his glorious resurrection. We celebrate, we celebrate these feast days, these events in the life of our Lord 2,000 years later to remind us, to encourage us, to strengthen us so that we too will be just as committed to the Lord and our God and our Savior Jesus Christ as those few that were committed to him 2,000 years ago. And as those hundreds and thousands before him, before the illumination, the light of Christ came on this earth, <coughs> they prepared themselves. They hoped and they waited. They anticipated the coming of the Messiah. He has come. He is here. He is here mystically. When we receive the Eucharist, we receive him in us. Are we committed? Are we fully committed? Are we all in, as you might hear, on Jesus Christ? So when times of darkness come, and they will, we have the light, the divine light within us. So we too can cry out, just as they did, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes. Blessed is he who is here in the name of the Lord, our Lord God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.